Hey everybody, Josh Sigurdsson, World Alternative Media here, and they are really priming us for 15-Minute Cities as we see the first 15-Minute City laid out in the United States. Of course, there are many that are being put together as we speak, slowly but surely, but this is out of the expose. America's first 15-Minute City has been created in Tempe, Arizona. Do residents know what's in store for them? Now, I was just recently living not that far from Tempe, Arizona. Um, unfortunately, I had some issues um, legally where I had to unfortunately leave for the time being. But there is so much happening in Tempe. It's a university town. It is um, sp specifically built for so-called convenience, but tyranny comes under the guise of convenience. And, and that is something I've been reporting on for a while. And this is going to blow up in everyone's faces. So I'm going to go into what's happening in Tempe. I'm also going to go into a bunch of other issues here as we see this stuff come to places like New York. New York approves the first congestion toll in the U.S. Drivers to be charged $15 to enter Manhattan. Um, it's kind of like ULEZ in London. A fight to improve London's air quality one vehicle at a time. The city's ultra-low emission zone, which imposes a daily charge on the most polluting vehicles, is expanding despite some resistance. This is happening worldwide, my friends. And, you know, speaking of New York City, um, they are calling for controls on what people eat. At the same time, as Chicago is calling for governments to run grocery stores. This is all about creating a technocratic uh, control grid at the same time as changing reality itself. We're going to go into some of that, the VR headsets, the new AI, um, it, you know, graphic modeling and all that kind of stuff later. I did a video called Inside a 15-Minute City back uh, last year. It's part of what is going to become a big documentary by myself on 15-Minute Cities. I have some a, a bunch of really big interviews involved in that documentary. I'm looking really forward to putting out there for all of you to see. Um, before I get into this latest story today, I urge people to help uh, us out in any way you can by checking those links below, gogetfunding.com. Thank you to those who've helped donate to these um, you know, go get funding.com campaigns. This one is for our 15 minute city documentary and we could really use any help we can get on that. It's absolutely, we, we cannot thank you enough for the help you've given us so far. We're dealing with that and the bankruptcy we dealt with trying to put this, put this documentary out there at the same time as our legal defense, which um, is hurting us as well. And I, I appreciate any help we can get. Thank you so much to those of you who've donated in the past little while. You guys are absolutely amazing and we couldn't do without you. And also, speaking of 15-minute cities, <clears throat> now's a good time to actually go and check out HeavensHarvest.com for long-term storable foods that are non-GMO. There's organic kits, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, books on how to get started. You could use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get 5% off on much of these products. This could save your life versus a great reset. I urge people to get on this while you can because they, the one of the main ways they're going to control you is via the food Therefore, through carbon credits, social credits on CBDCs attached to 15-minute city grids as they roll out unified ledgers uh, based on all of the above. So this is extremely important. We need to get on this today. And if we don't get on this today, we won't be able to tomorrow. So my friends, please take this seriously. Heavensharvest.com, code WAM, W-A-M. Now let's get into this. So <clears throat> this is out of the expose. It says America's first 15-minute city has been created in Tempe, Arizona. Do residents know what's in store for them? And you could see a bit of a model of that 15-minute um, city rollout. I have a lot of friends that are in Tempe. It's, it's, it's insane right now how fast this is rolling out. And people won't even notice it happened at the rate that they're rolling it out in many places around the world. 
or they think at first, oh, it's just gentrified and convenient. But at the end of the day, it's actually controlled by monitors, cameras, sensors in the street everywhere that will eventually determine where you're allowed to uh, walk, drive, fly, eat, you know, where you can sleep, where, you know, what you could do on a daily basis, what jobs you're allowed. It's going to be a Black Mirror episode, basically, but worse. It says a Tempe, Arizona neighborhood has been named cul-de-sac <clears throat> and is America's first example of a 15-minute city, a vision of the World Economic Forum and the globalist call tour, pitching the concept as being more environmentally friendly. Instead of seeing this development as a dystopian nightmare, cul-de-sac residents appear to be thrilled at their new way of life. Do they have any idea what they have in store for them? And by the way, before I get into it further, they say, oh, well, it's environmentally friendly. Look, if you go to Oxford, UK, where there is a 15-minute city very much set up, it's not fully laid out yet, but it's it's very much laid out. They have bollards everywhere. They have cameras and centers everywhere, much like Cambridge as well. Imagine that, university towns. Well, if you go there, as I was, um, if you wanted what used to be a five-minute taxi ride somewhere in, in town, instead now it's like 15 minutes and you're stuck in traffic, gridlock traffic. People that live there can't stand it but feel helpless to all of it and, and don't feel like they can do anything. And I have to repeat, yes, they can. And there's many organizations um, over there, including ones that are focusing on the dangers of Agenda 21, which I'll get into um, at an, a later time. But it's laid out in my documentary. I'm looking forward to getting, I need to get more interviews before I get that out. But nonetheless, this is not environmentally friendly. That is a hoax, obviously. Just like they're destroying the farms, they're destroying the energy grid. They're pushing World War III. They're pushing demoralization. They're doing all these things, uh, destroying an economy, moving from the West to the East with um, the economic order into a new CBDC system with BRICS. And they need the right excuse to do all these things. So they um, create a fake climate crisis. It's completely falsified. There is weather modification by the government, but there is no man-made anthropogenic global warming caused by breathing and eating and driving cars. It's absurd. The moons of Jupiter are, are warming at the same rate as as um, Earth, and it's mostly cooling in most places. It's, it's absurd. Nonetheless, there's no SUVs uh, on the moon. So it's the whole concept is stupid, and it's meant to get us on something that an invisible enemy, as always, just like COVID and all these other things, to get us on our knees. And interestingly enough, 15-minute cities are based largely on what they trialed with the zero COVID policies in China, which were locked down neighborhoods over COVID with QR codes, et cetera. So, and with social credit, this is all coming together into one Logan's run type scenario. It continues in this article here. A 15 minute city is a smart city in an urban environment with omnipresent surveillance and data harvesting technologies that will monitor and record every, even the most intimate personal details of every individual inhabiting it now it reminds me a lot of that south park episode uh toilet security agency where they had everyone everyone's toilet monitored by the government i mean it, it sounds ridiculous and hilarious but you know at one point that might very much be the case they'll want to know what you ate <laughs> it sounds disgusting i know but listen this is how far they're going with things they are they're really pushing the climate agenda to a, a point of no return and it continues here the globalist goal is to collect the data of every individual and, and will know what they eat and drink right there, <laughs> where, where they go, what they buy, who they meet, what they think and feel, their opinions and habits, their health and vaccination status, et cetera, et cetera. In other words, 
every little detail. And as the oft-quoted Noah Yuval Harari has said, those who own that data will know you better than you know yourself. Yet this all-encompassing surveillance has been justified as we are told that it will be essential for the future of the planet and to save it from climate change. By the way, um, it'll know you better than yourself. This whole idea of, of, of transhumanism is that the, the, the machine will know you better than you know yourself, which is absurd, obviously. The idea, though, is that you give up your own, you, you, you withdraw from being responsible, which is the basis of humanity. You uh, offload your responsibilities on uh, another power outside of consciousness. There's no consciousness to this. There's no real interconnecting network of frequency or um, understanding in this. It is a low vibration, low consciousness, evil, demonic entity in this whole simulation of things that is the state and the machine. And it's been rolled, getting rolled out for over a hundred years. Uh, the Rockefeller Foundation was heavily involved in the creation of technocratic environment, which is basically Marxism mixed with technology. Uh, which you'd think that capitalists like the Rockefellers wouldn't like, but they weren't capitalists. They were corporatists that depended on government for their success and government vice versa. But anyway, it continues here. They also guarantee it will make your life more connected, safer and healthier. And it looks like the cul-de-sac residents have bought the idea. A uh, 12 news report promoted the community as helping with sustainability, which includes them giving up their own vehicles as cul-de-sac uh, is the first community in the nation to be designed around car-free living. Huh. <laughs> Sounds like London. But instead of being unhappy about this, the report showed a cul-de-sac employee who seemed to be thrilled about the alternate transportation provided in the neighborhood due to gas vehicles being prohibited in, in the area. Yeah, well, it's so much cheaper now. Hey, gas prices are high, so this is so much cheaper. Sure, they create the problem, come in with the reaction get then they come in with the solution which is worse than the problem which goes in a circle which is a hegelian di dialectic a problem reaction solution repeat over and over again for eternity the employee told 12 news residents can only or residents can own a car or own one car rather as long as it's not parked on site can you imagine living on top of your grocery store the employee asked the news outlet <coughs> excuse me and i quote What's the appeal of living on top of a grocery store? As the people's voice who say that, of course, the development will be used to push similar Agenda 2030 nightmare neighborhoods across America. Listen, Yuval Noah, Noah Yuval Harari, um, or Yuval Noah Harari, however people say, I, I don't know. I really don't give a damn. The guy's a psychopath. He said himself, he wants a future where people are so dependent that they are you know, pacified, drooling, playing video games all day and drugged up. Well, this is a way to do it. Get everyone to just live above a grocery store, have things just brought to your door, um, never have to leave the house. Uh, of course, just watching TV all day. You don't have to work anymore because you are, you know, the machine that is is driving society. You are being driven by the state. And as long as you comply, and as I said many times before, um, the currency of the future is compliance. It might be a CBDC, but at the end of the day, it's compliance. That is a currency. As long as you're compliant, everything's going to be fine, except for you won't be, uh, you know, you won't have the human spirit anymore. You won't be conscious anymore. You'll just be a, a number, a tool, a cattle led to the slaughter. 
And trust me, they won't want you living too old either. So they'll be poisoning you with, through your ration food. Uh, I think it goes without saying. You know, we have footage of all these things getting rolled out in Tempe here. And look how soulless this looks. Now, Tempe, I've always said, is a pretty soulless looking place. I mean, they they tried at first to make it look nice. And then they're just like, no, convenience. Let's just put boxes up everywhere. <coughs> Excuse me. I still have a cold. Um, but yeah, everyone's look how happy they are. They're just riding bikes. Look how happy she is in, the, in her cult inner cult mindset in this um, NBC news report. Oh yeah. We, everyone's just going to be on bikes. Uh, they're going to be electronic bikes too. And we're going to be able to track and trace them everywhere. And once you get your Neuralink, it, it, you know, it put in, you won't even need to use a phone. <laughs> this is the evil of this and the Waymo's and all that kind of stuff. Cul-de-sac. Great. How convenient, you know, dumb university students are going to be the first to jump on this as they would, because it's of course <laughs> Tempe. Um, it continues here. A more recent report by NBC News promoted the car-free community to a national audience, talking with uh, cul-de-sac co-founder Ryan Johnson, who claimed every generation, and including 90% of Gen Z, would like to pay more to live in a walkable neighborhood. Oh, great. Do they know um, what their walkable neighborhood is really all about, though? While they may be thinking that it, it is like a scene from a 1950s movie with white picket fences and all, um, or at its worst, it, it would be more akin to nosedive, an episode of Black Mirror. However, as the creator of Black Mirror states, it is, sat it is satire on acceptance and the images we like to portray and project to others. And he says it is basically the world we live in. The Black Mirror episode was pretty crazy. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, I forget what episode it was, but it was uh, called Nosedive Featurette and it was super cre creepy. And um, it continues a Chinese social credit system. We cannot even say that uh, 15 minute cities will be like China's social credit system, which is a, po a policy project that aims to incentivize lawful, honest behavior and expand financial services, as it says. And so if you try to enter a public place or uh, with a red QR code, immediately an alarm goes off. Um, Chinese government can easily cut you off from society by remotely switching off uh, switching your COVID passport to code red. Code QR red in China means you need to do your time in a quarantine camp and pay for it. This is what they've been designing all of this for, my friends. It's all a litmus. The term social credit system is problematic for various reasons. One, it makes the policy plan sound like a singular coherent entity when really it is a, a hodgepodge of public administration and legal reform initiatives as Ocean University of China Associate Professor Xin or Xin Dai puts it in his award-winning paper on the topic. However, uh, a social credit system, despite being on the totalitarian spectrum, cannot be compared to the hodgepodge of public administration and legal reform initiatives that the global cult has planned for us. Most of us are aware of this. However, it is clear by the optimistic attitude of the cul-de-sac residents that many more need to be made aware. Um, and again, uh, you can see this 15 minute cities, according to stop world control, every aspect of life in a smart city will be monitored by a wide variety of data harvesting technologies, smart lights, smart poles. And they already have that in so many places, smart cars, smart neighborhoods, smart homes, smart appliances, smart energy, smart transportation, and many other smart technologies. It's like, um, when Russia tried to ban smart TVs, you know, remember back in the day when they said, um, 
in in Russia, in Soviet Russia, TV watches you. Well, now it's the TV watches you in the United States and, and Russia is like, no, we don't want those TVs. They're watching you. <laughs> I mean, this is this is the extent of what we're dealing with. Together, they will form an omnipresent surveillance grid, continually collecting, continually collecting all information about every little detail of the life of the people. So, um, you know, they're talking about how smart cities create the Internet of bodies, the Internet of things. They'll have to destroy the grid, have fake false life cyber attacks to have an excuse to really bring in all this stuff at the same time, at the same time as weather events that they're creating or are just, you know, floods or snowstorms or earthquakes or whatever it might be. But um, this is what it's all about. They need to create a problem to come in with that fake solution. And it, it, yeah, it, you know, all this stuff is obvious. I'm not going to go into all the different things about how there's no privacy, how everyone's data is collected. We already know that. And I, I'm going to have a documentary going into detail on how it affects everyone. But, you know, this is already starting to get rolled out. You know, and people are sleepwalking into it. New York City has uh, congestion tolls. We're seeing the same thing that we saw with ULEZ in, um, in London and other places. You see signs that say C on it and ULEZ and all these other things. And you get fined by cameras for driving in those areas, including taxis. And if taxis aren't electric, um, they are immediately, or natural gas, they're immediately um, taxed more. And I talked to taxi drivers in London who are disgusted by this. They hate it. Um, people can't afford to drive themselves anymore because of all these things and all these zones that are cut off. So they just take public transportation. In Paris, they are, uh, they've already attempted to ban private vehicles in the center of Paris. Um, in Amsterdam, they're trying to do the same thing. Um, in Belgium, they're trying to do the same thing. In all the same countries that are attacking farmers, by the way, which is attacking the food supply, which is creating an environment for them to be able to do this. Remember John Kerry, who was just recently replaced by John Podesta, of all people, as the climate envoy for the United States. Remember, John Kerry pushed forward uh, similar legislation in the United States, um, where he said, look, um, the supply chain is being destroyed by climate change. It's hurting the farms. So therefore, we need to get rid of farms, which cause climate change. I mean, these people are insane. Well, the real thing they're after is the soul, the soul of humanity itself. Um, again, I urge people, check out my video on it, uh, inside of 15 Minute City and help us help support us in our 15 Minute City documentary, gogetfunding.com campaign. But anyway, I want to get into this a bit more here. Central Stockholm to outlaw diesel and gas vehicles in 2025. Low emission zones in uh, Sweden's capital will be more aggressive than congestion pricing uh, plans in London or New York, where people, by the way, are losing it over it. And rightly so. Sweden's capital city, Stockholm, is set to ban fossil fuel burning vehicles from its city center, covering about 20 city blocks being the, uh, uh, the end of next year. Um, Euro uh, 6 plug-in hybrid heavy vehicles will be exempted to allow for delivery vans. The move is driven less by concerns over congestion as air pollution. It is totally evil. And they always paint it. Look at all these images they use for all these things. Look how sunny and 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 bright and beautiful it is. Look, the the goal in in the rollout of 15 minute cities is first to get rid of um these vehicles, put it, bring in electric vehicles that are, you know, created because children mine cobalt and and die doing so. And then have self-driving cars where you can be driven to the gulag at any point in time if you want, and generally just stop you from being able to travel far. So if the government wants you, like in a Logan's Run type situation for 
daring to go against the state or eating meat and not eating your bug rations or mRNA rations or whatever it might be, that they can just um, easily find you, track you down and throw you in prison through um, a series of you know facial recognition tools that are everywhere, which we've seen in China, which we've seen in London for a very long time. And by the way, you don't need a chip in you if that's the case. Um, in, in fact, you've already in, been injected with a bunch of um, you know, organic or inorganic stuff from injections. If you ever got one of the COVID shots, uh, Moderna has a master patent on putting uh, nanotechnology in the blood via vaccine, which they used um, as a sub patent for the COVID vaccine from that master patent. So there's that. But anyway, that's a whole other thing. They want to be able to track you everywhere. And remember, this goes back to, you know, the U.S. propping up this this entity in the first place. The U.S. propped up China in the first place. Henry Kissinger met with Mao Zedong in the early 70s, created an alliance with him, saving China from starvation and saving the communist government and, and, and propping them up as a monopoly for trade and creating a guinea pig state out of them so that they could be utilized in order to uh, bring about... Uh, in the future, social credit, 15 minute cities, et cetera. I mean, Rockefeller and then Zbigniew Brzezinski with the Trilateral Commission did the same thing. They said they wanted a technocratic world order. They created this in order to replace himself. It's a suicide of an empire. It's all on purpose. It's all by design. It's what they see as a natural progression of evil in destroying humanity itself. And, you know, speaking of destroying humanity itself, there's a lot more going on here right now. These VR, VR goggles, these Apple Vision Pro things. I mean, this is sick. This is sick. I mean, people are falling for this. <clears throat> this is literally a Black Mirror episode. There is literally a Black Mirror episode about this. <clears throat> I mean, say goodbye to reality. You're selling your soul as a human being for technology made by the most evil people in the world, which, by the way, Apple owned by Jeff Bezos, Bezos, or uh, no, sorry, Amazon is owned by Jeff Bezos, but Apple, um, I forget the new guy that runs it. I don't pay attention to Apple that much. They're, they're just um, a governing tool of, of the technocratic establishment. But Jeff Bezos, the head of Apple, and of course, people like Bill Gates are taking over farmland and building factories and uh, factory uh, land, but they're not actually, you know, big warehouses and stuff, but they're not actually um, utilizing them for anything. And we all know what's coming next at the same time as they build their bunkers. They are creating an environment that destroys and, and, and kills off humanity while creating um, ration systems so that they can be essentially emperors of that new great reset of that Tower of Babel at the same time as they are protected from it themselves. This is a sacrifice of humanity. They are not doing this for money, my friends. And they're not even doing it for power. That's all temporary. They're doing this because they believe that they... They are doing something for their God, that they are sacrificing people for their God. This is religious to them. It's all sacrificial. As this happens, we have this new Sora thing, which is just replacing reality as we know it. They are replacing reality. They are changing reality. They're making it so that nothing is real anymore. This is AI text to video now, Sora. And if this is what they're showing us, imagine what they're not showing us. Look at the detail of this. This is so ridiculous. Yeah, there's a few flaws in it. But if again, imagine what they're not showing us. <coughs> I mean, this is, look at this. This is dangerous. People say, and look, look at his helmet. Look at his helmet. Hold on a second. 
Let me pause it here. 33. Gee, hmm, where have I heard that number before? <coughs> they literally have 33 on this AI guy's helmet. This person is not real. I mean, what are people doing sitting on this, being apathetic about this? People will laugh in the, you know, what? It's like people who liked radio not liking television or people who, who uh, liked photographs or plays not liking film or people who wouldn't get on the internet. Get with the times, man. It's so much bigger than that because real people created those things. Those were the products of people's hands. Now, AI was created by people's hands, but now it can control itself. As it's often been said, once AI can create AI and build AI and build it physically into something, then we have, there's no way back. Humanity can be, is not, it's, it's low down on the food chain at that point. We'll be replaced. It's a very serious situation. And that brings me to Neuralink. Neuralink is already being rolled out. We already have other things like Neuralink in Australia that have been put in people's brains. <coughs> attached to the 5G, attached to the internet, can be literally manipulated from outside. Attached to a mesh network of, of so-called satellites <laughs> that has funding from the Pentagon for surveillance by Elon Musk, the hero of alternative media. Oh, there we go. The guy who likes free speech so much that he censors anyone that criticizes Israel now on, on Twitter. People are so, so easily manipulated, so gullible. Just put a fucking QR code in your head, my friends. Yeah, go for it. Replace your humanity. Oh, you might not have a stroke. You might be able to hear better. You might be able to see better. You might um, you know, be able to get over Parkinson's. All those things sound amazing. Thing is, there's already preventatives to those things and already potential cures out there for a lot of those things. Instead of putting a, an implant in your, in your brain. That is, talk about the mark of the beast. Which, by the way, the mark of the beast is, about, is also about <clears throat> deciding if you can eat things. Like it, 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 with the mark of the beast, it'll tell you how much you're allowed to eat and all that kind of stuff. That is literally what we're seeing with all of this. That attached to CBDCs, attached to carbon credits and social credit scores. Which, by the way, carbon credit scores are already on bank accounts across the board. If you look, you could find your carbon limit on most bank accounts now. It's just not enforced yet. In, in fact, one of the main people pushing carbon credit scores for the UK government is Professor Suzanne Mitchy, who's involved in the COVID rollout. This is all one thing after another. Climate lockdowns, I said, way at the beginning of 2020. This is what comes after this. Kill as many people as possible, bring in the climate issue as a second issue, utilize what they learned from the COVID uh, hoax in order to bring in the next hoax and so on and so forth. And then just destroy the supply chain. So it's not just the people that believe in the climate nonsense that are freaking out. It's also the people that don't believe that are going, well, there's no food. I, I, I guess we have to ration food now based on our you know, uh, carbon credit score on our CBDC. Because there's panic buying, which is, by the way, a hoax as well. It's a false flag. They create this problem. So they come in as a, a, a solution, as I said, which all goes back to 15-minute cities. So 15-minute cities with brain implants attached to carbon credit scores, social credit scores attached to CBDC, attached to smart meters on your home that tell the government how much gas, electricity, and water you use on a daily basis, attached to 
uh, a network of nanotechnology in your blood attached to you know, you getting poisonous food with modified RNA that survives the digestive system attached to transhumanism and the trans kid agenda, which demoralizes, weakens us. Video games, technology, convenience, tyranny comes under the guise of convenience, gets everyone on their knees. And oh, and add in World War III based on a bunch of false flags. Civil war, get everyone fighting each other over elections. Perfect. There you go. That's a new world order. That's a great reset. I mean, Klaus Schwab said himself, that the role model for the Great Reset is China. We are sleepwalking into the death of the soul, the death of humanity, the death of consciousness. This is the most evil sacrifice that humanity has ever seen that we know of. Maybe it happened in a far off ancient civilization that had technology that we didn't know much about until now we're starting to discover, rediscover it today. That's very much on my radar but this as far as we know is the most dangerous thing that has happened in modern human history by far and you know they say all roads lead to rome and as i've said if all roads lead to rome let's build our own road that doesn't that goes around the tower of babel so look they're not finished building that tower of babel yet they have to finish building it so it's going to get worse before it gets better but as they do that, we build that other road that doesn't go to Rome, that goes to another place, a beautiful place. Bumpier road, slower road, less convenient. Of course, that's the way we have to deal with things, but it's better for us as, as a human race. And it will save us going forward. This is the world we live in. We cannot change that this is indeed going to happen. The, the attempted replacement of humanity, which is literally the Tower of Babel story, and the replacement of God and all that stuff and consciousness. But we can change what happens after. Eventually, the hubris and the arrogance of these elites come back to bite them. And eventually, it all comes crashing down. We know what happened to the last Tower of Babel, the new one and the new temple that they're trying to build and all that kind of stuff. It all comes crashing down too. And when it does... We need to build a bright, beautiful new civilization from the aftermath, from the rubble, from the ashes. And in the face of all that, we cannot prepare once all is said and done. The only way we are able to do this, this and we we're, we're able to build a new civilization in the aftermath is to get prepared today. So I'm going to finish it off again saying individual responsibility is what builds humanity and freedom they're synonymous without doing things for yourself I, I don't vote don't like you know uh just protest in the street and say hey i don't like this withdraw live by example this is how you do it go to heavensharvest.com get long-term storable foods that are non-gmo there's organic hits heirloom seeds water filtration and storage books on how to get started use code wham w-a-m and you get of course, 5% off on, on your order and you get free shipping across the United States. So this is a really good deal. It could save you and your family from starvation and depending on their carbon credit system and mRNA food and, and their bug food and all that kind of stuff. Again, heavensharvest.com. We need food, water, shelter, self-defense. You're not gathering things for the toughest guy on the block and gold and silver and privacy coins, in my opinion. 
Again, uh, not investment advice, but I urge people also check out First National Bullion. Uh, com slash schedule dash consult slash, which um, I have linked in the description where you can sign up for a free consultation and a complimentary investor package with, with Mark Gonzalez. Buy physical gold and silver and roll over into physical gold or silver IRAs, etc. cetera. Um, again, this is about getting around those CBDCs that are major parts of, of points of control. Um, in the comments, when you sign up for that um, phone call or email or whatever it might be, the consultation, make sure to say you found us, at, found them at world alternative media or at wham w-a-m make sure you're signing up with mark gonzalez he's a friend of ours and he, we should have him on our show again very shortly but this is all about solutions this isn't people go oh it's shilling it's grifting it's blah, blah, blah. it's it's no it's about saving people going forward by letting them save themselves by letting them take responsibility because we all need to take that responsibility or we're facing down severe severe consequences I urge people to check out our link for wild pastures as well. 20% off for life plus $15 off your first box of 100% grass-fed and finished beef, pasture-raised pork, pasture-raised chicken, and wild-caught seafood. No mRNA, no GMOs, hormones, uh, pesticides, um, you know, chemicals, antibiotics, steroids, feedlots, et cetera. Raised on regenerative farms in 48 U.S. states, delivered to your door, temperature controlled and customized however you see fit, and you're saving the farmers at the same time. So I highly recommend people go and check that out if you're in the United States. Uh, we have line energy for battery, solar panels, solar chargers, generators, et cetera. So you don't depend on the government for electricity going forward. This is a good way to get prepared as well. We have madtravnutrition.com where you can, uh, of course, buy organic coffee, Peruvian coffee by Jamie Ike over at Iconic. You can also get Manuka honey and you can get uh, mushroom tinctures. If you go over to madtravnutrition.com linked in the description, uh, you could use code Josh, J-O-S-H, and you save 10%. And of course, make sure to check out rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetrile Online, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, Laetrile, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. You could also use code Josh, J-O-S-H, there, and you save 10%. Uh, you could see um, I got a bag of it, of apricot seeds right here. Very important stuff going forward, and I think it saves a lot of lives. I have, um, of course, Laetrile B17 here as well as um, a pro B15 pangamic acid. Um, really good stuff. So anyway, check that out and avoid all the um, eugenics experiments that they're pushing on us through our water, air, food, et cetera. Um, and of course, injections to kill us with cancer. Um, and as always, thank you to those who help support us in our documentary funding. Again, we have that um, gogetfunding.com campaign in the description for our 15 minute city documentary, as well as our, uh, wham legal defense uh, below and I'll update you guys more on that later it's just I can't talk about it right now it's insanity though um, so thank you so much to those who've helped you guys are just beautiful human beings we could not survive without you I really mean that like we we were about to have to close up doors just at the end of December I mean it was awful we never we've never been through a harder financial time but we want to get the truth out daily I still have a cold and a bit of, a, of my fever left and I'm still talking because I I, I, I need this information to get out because I want myself and my family and my future children to be able to survive in this world without this technocratic dystopia hovering over them. And I know you, um, you all feel the same as well. So, um, you know, this is my life. This is my journey. This is my prerogative in life. I have to continue to report on this stuff and get that information out to as many people as possible to hopefully get pre people prepared.
getting prepared is the number one solution I want out of all this. It's just that people withdraw from the system and support themselves and build for themselves and take responsibility for themselves because that is what humanity is based on. Anyway, um, so I have gogetfunding.com, Patreon, Subscribestar. I have a Bitcoin address in the description as well as a Cointree link with a bunch of different cryptocurrencies that you could donate in if you please, including privacy coins. Um, of course, we are on, we have a, tel or a, a Teespring store in the description where you can get merchandise and you can find us on uh, Telegram, Rockfin, Band.Video, BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighteon at World Alternative Media. We're on Hive, Steemit, and Vigilante.TV at, at Josh Sigurdsson. And on the bad guys, TikTok and Instagram, World Alternative Media, Twitter and Getter at, at World Alt Media, and all the major podcast platforms um, except for Spotify. Uh, of course, we were banned for multiple reasons. Hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification bell, and hit subscribe if you have not yet already. And as always, my friends, I appreciate everyone watching. Live by example, live freely. This is Josh Sigurdsson signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change.